Hey guys, my name is Lisa Chandler and I am so excited that you clicked on this podcast. So I have been selling print on demand since the spring of 2022 and really, really decided to kind of knuckle down the, a little bit in the fall of 2023 to see what worked, what didn't work and like what just was like my vibe. So I am so excited to make this series. I am just so passionate about how print on demand can like be such a fun creative outlet for so many different kinds of people and how it is such a great opportunity for creatives to offer their creations. <laughs> in different formats. It is a freaking blast and I am just so excited to be here. Um and let's do this. All right, let's go. All right, guys. Is this series right for you? Three fun ways to know you're in the right place. One, you're interested in print on demand. Two, you're open to advice and learning. And three, you don't believe in passive income. We are gonna have like a realistic and fun peek into what works for print on demand. If you are a new print on demand seller or exploring the idea of print on demand, this is the place for you. Having been in the pod space since the spring of 22, I wanted to create a resource for sellers looking for realistic goals. Building a consistent income off of print on demand is possible, but in this podcast series, we don't believe in get rich quick promises or passive income earned through print on demand. Sound like your jam? I am so happy you are here. So I am a long-term photographer. I'm actually a long-term wedding photographer and I sell mock-ups on Etsy as well. So I sell print on demand t-shirts, sweatshirts, blankets, totes, things like that. And I also sell mock-up photographs for other print on demand sellers. And it's been a really fun experience. I started print on demand because, okay, so I'm a, again, photographer. I've been a photographer my whole adult life. So I am 37 years old and I have been shooting since I was 19 and I started in 2018. I started a side business of my photography that was address rentals for photographers. So um, what I do is I sell like really fun. I don't sell. I rent fun dresses to different people across the US so that they can do like creative photo shoots. So we're talking like really ostentatious, really fun gowns, like big tool ones, embroidered ones, like just fun, like star dresses. I love it. I'm super maximalist. And it has been such a fun experience. Like I love those fun wedding dresses. I love having a good time with it. And in early 2022, I was like, I want to add something different. I was in a stage where I was like, I just want to add a little bit more to my business so that I can like have a little bit more consistent income where I was like not having to like book something and then do it after I booked it. So kind of like how a hairstylist has to like book their um, appointments and then they get paid. They might get paid like retainer and then they get paid after their things. Um, that's how I was shooting, you know, with a photographer, you book your shoot, you might pay a retainer, usually you pay a retainer, and then um, you pay after the shoot is, the day of the shoot, or after the shoot is done, usually the day of the shoot. For me, it's the day of the shoot. And so after I would get paid, I'd still have so much work to do. And I was like, I want to do something where I have already done the work. <laughs> And I get paid for it after. And so that was why I wanted to add one, I thought it'd be fun. And two, I was like, let's add something to my dress rental shop, aim for photographers. I'm gonna create photographer merch. And so I started making a photography merch. Um, one thing 
out of the way really fast is I'm very open about my shop. It is called Opal in June. So is my dress rental. So is my mock-ups. They all have the same name. Um, even if you put in opalinjuneshop.com, you're gonna go see it and you're gonna see the mock-ups, you're gonna see the dress rentals and you're gonna see the print-on-demand. Not, there's not a ton on my website. It's mostly just dress rentals on my website, but that's the name of it and you can look it up on Etsy. Go for it, go for it. And um, I sell mostly on Etsy. So that's gonna be my perspective in this podcast. And so I was like, I wanna do something different different, but my designs were not good enough for my website. I am a long-term creative <laughs> person. And so I knew like I, when I started photography, I was bad at photography. And I knew that when I started designing, I wouldn't be good at designing. So I didn't really want to make shirts that were bad. And then because I already had a like creative established voice within photography, I really did not want to like put up photographer merch that I felt was subpar. I wanted to create something really fun and unique, but I wanted to also be familiar with the platform of what I was doing. And the whole reason I even felt in this was because I decided to use Printify to make like personalized gifts for my kids for Valentine's Day that year, and then decided to make more and just like have fun with it. And, um, yeah, I decided to kind of like figure it out and I was making stuff and figuring out the rules, what would work, what wouldn't work, and then just kept really um, creating new things. And I was really, really bad. I was doing really bad design work, really like just not good. And <laughs> um, decided to put it up on Etsy because I wanted to learn how to like do all the integrations. And I was just kind of trucking along, like making stuff every once in a while. And then in like April, I made a really funny um, dinosaur t-shirt that was like kind of cottage quarry with like flowers and butterflies and it sold like that day I put it up and then it sold again and again and it sold a whole bunch of times until I decided to change the SEO because I thought I knew more because uh, I, I don't know why I thought any more than what I'd done but I decided to change the SEO and totally tank the listing and it never recovered <laughs> to this day it sells like once in a blue moon now but it sold a whole bunch back then and it was really fun um and I was like oh like this is a thing that happened like people do buy these shirts like these print-on-demand products I'm gonna like do this some more and so I like do it here and there but I was still shooting a lot and still like I have three kids so very busy and we're just kind of like messing around with it so I kind of like do it a lot for like a week or two and then not do anything for like two or three months and um really just had a lot of fun making stuff but it took a long time to start feeling like I was getting it the first time I probably felt like I was getting it was um probably like six months in where I felt like I was kind of getting it. And then, um, you know, maybe like three or four months after that, like every once in a while, I'd feel a little bit more like I'm getting it. I'm getting it until I would say this fall 2023, I finally came up with more of a stronger style. And it's something that's been threaded through my print on demand work since the beginning, but it took me time. And I share all this not to like just talk about myself because that's boring. But um, I share this because I want y'all to know my background with print on demand. So my creative background is just that I love to make stuff. I'm very like very into photography. Photography is my jam. You'll hear me talk about it so much, especially because of the mock-ups. Like I love shooting mock-ups. I'm a long-term wedding photographer. I shot weddings very heavily all over the U.S. for about a decade and then pulled back during the pandemic. So now I only shoot like five to 10 a year. We used to shoot like 25 and they were all over. And now I just shoot in Northwest Arkansas. Mostly I don't travel a ton like I used to. And so I just love making stuff. I am 
always making all kinds of different craft projects. I love just DIYing. Like I love painting. Like we, all of our, like our house is full of like stencils I've done on the walls. Like just really fun, really creative. I love color. I love maximalism. And I've been teaching photography since 2014. And that's how this um, print on demand podcast came to be. So I am not a hugely successful print on demand seller. I have a good amount of sales. I think right now I have around... 1400, 1500 when recording this. And um, it's just really fun. And I've been really focused this fall. I decided to take some time and focus on the print on demand shop and really build it out. So taking like designs that were working and really expanding on them and adding in a ton more products. So I added, I would say that right now um, I'm recording this in November and I'm re- releasing it in January. So I don't know like what Q4 is going to look like for me. It could be very small. It could be good. It could be somewhere in between the two, which is probably what it will be. That's usually what it is in between the two. Um, and so I love making stuff. I love creating things. And I just am so passionate that so many of us like making things. And then like we kind of stop, right? We just kind of stop making things. And I love print on demand because it gives us so many people options to make things, whether they're using like licensed clip art, very appropriately licensed. We always want to be safe. <laughs> licensed clip art or programs and just like, or whether they're creating everything from scratch. I think it's such a fun and unique thing and that we all, there's so many people with such a great creative spirit. And I love that about Print On Demand, that it gives you that um, option. And I love it for artists too, like traditional artists, because like, you can't like buy a painting from the museum. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you have a painting in a museum, it's going to be really expensive. But at that museum, they sell it as prints. And I love that. Like that's basically how I think of print on demand. Like how many times have you seen like a tote bag with a famous piece of art on it? Probably a lot of times. I love that. And I love that as artists, people can create that. As a photographer, I love that. Like I sell my photographs as puzzles, not a ton, but like I have like probably 10 or 15 puzzles from photographs that sell pretty regularly and they're really fun. Not like a lot, but you know, sell like once every couple of months and it's really fun. And it's just been a great thing to really dive into. And so that is my approach to print on demand is that I am not trying to leave a nine to five. I love my normal job. I don't have a nine to five anyways, but I love having just a creative job. I love photography. I love making stuff. And I bring that same like excitement into print on demand. Like it is something that is such a blast. And I think it's something that all of us can really benefit from and just have a lot of fun with. And that's what's so great about it. So this is a creative business. It is a fun thing to create and make. Use it as a way to sell your own designs and your own artwork, like create your own voice. This is going to last a lot longer in the long run and your voice is going to get stronger with the more you create. So something that I've noticed a lot in a lot of like content about print on demand just out there in the universe, not dogging on anyone, of course, that's not, we are an uplifting podcast. We are not a, we're not a downer. <laughs> But one thing I've noticed with a lot of information is people talk a lot about trends. And I think that is so important. But as someone who has been a creative business owner for a very long time, like creating my own stuff, I can tell you that you have to find something you are passionate about or you will burn out. Another thing is I see a lot of talk about like get rich quick kind of schemes, like very fast, like people promoting very fast growth. So this would be like make $20,000 in ornaments in 20 days. And um, yeah, people do that. People absolutely make $20,000 
$5,000 in ornaments in 20 days, but they're usually established and they usually have a style. So it's something that can take a lot of time to figure out. And you're not just going to like open up an account of one of the design platforms and just like immediately start selling stuff. Now you can, and that is a great thing. Like do people do find overnight success, but that's very rare. And if you have overnight success, what's more important than the overnight success is to maintain that success. So I've seen in my career, a lot of creatives burn out. A lot of people get like pulled in different directions they didn't want to go because they didn't focus on what was important to them as they were making stuff. And so this series about print on demand is literally just going to be like we're hanging out on a, at a coffee shop um, and talking about print on demand, about the ways that I love using print on demand and how I like am so passionate about others, creatives using print on demand as a way to um, create their own designs, of course, and to get them out there, but also for people who are already established artists. So like if you are a painter and you sell paintings, why not put that on a tote bag? I'm so passionate about that. I also don't believe in passive income. What I believe in is putting forth a lot of work and working for what you want and then getting a payoff of it. So what I mean with that is like if you have a normal nine to five, you know that you're going to work and you're going to get paid for it. With print on demand, that is not the case. There are people who put in minimal effort and make a lot of money from it for some other reason. Maybe they put a lot of effort into social media and they're able to link their stuff and make a lot in one day. There's other people who will try very hard for several years until they have the payoff of what they're going to get. And that is something that I am so passionate about is that as you keep working towards your end goal and honing your creative voice, it's not a matter of when you'll get, of if you'll get success, it's when. And that can really vary from person to person. And again, as someone who is creative and who has run a solo um, creative business for a long time. I faced a lot of burnout. I faced a lot of creative decisions. And I know that like, it's so it's been so fun to see a lot of that um, passion I have for photography be able to transfer it into something like print on demand, because it's so different. And while photography is like my creative soul and print on demand is something fun that I do. It's something that I am just so passionate about that people can really create new and fun things things. And print on demand can get a lot of hate on online communities. And I think that's one of the reasons I wanted to make this too, is to just really explore that idea of print on demand in an upbeat, positive way that again is not super tutorial driven, but is just really fun for us to make and talk about. So is print on demand right for you? What do you think? Like, do you think that this is something that you could absolutely love? If you think it is, then I say try it out. I am always telling like friends and family members like, oh, like you could put that on a t-shirt. Um, because if you like something, chances are someone else is going to like it too. And yes, designs are not going to be great in the beginning, but they're going to get better as time goes on and you're going to build up your base of designs. You're going to like really go for it. So there are some reasons that print on demand might not be the best fit for you. One of those is if you are very, um, okay, put it the right way. One way that it would be not the best fit for you is if you are just wanting to create fan merch. So that's the first thing I'll talk about 
is like fan merch is not something that um, print on demand is usually good for because it's usually illegal to sell fan merch. That's something that you would have to have a license for and you'd have to communicate with the IP holder. So if you're thinking about like um, selling something for like a series that already exists, that's not the kind of stuff we're talking about. We're talking, so like I sell a lot of bookish merch. So my example for that is always like, I would never sell Harry Potter stuff or really anything and nothing related to Harry Potter because I'm not licensed for Harry Potter. However, like magical books is a whole genre of books and that's not Harry Potter related. So if you're making like magical book stickers that have nothing to do with Harry Potter, but have something to do with like magic, that's different than selling for Harry Potter. You can't sell Harry Potter because you don't have those licenses. Somebody else has them and they paid for them or they created them and they own those licenses. I'm not a lawyer, but that's basically how you need to think of it. Zoom out. If there's something you really like, zoom out of it and see what you can make in more generic kind of fun Um settings like I sell a bunch of romance trope stuff. I sell lots of bookish merch. And um, how I still know that is I'm a photographer. So when I started making photography stuff, I did a bunch of editing stuff and it was bought by authors. And I was like, oh, I love books. And then I built on it from there because I have always been a big reader. And it's been really fun to make bookish merch. But I didn't start my shop being like, I'm going to sell book merch. I was like, I'm going to sell stuff for photographers. And to this day, I started um, probably launched my first couple of listings in like March 2022. I'm not totally sure on that, but around there. And um, what happened was I was like, I'll have these on my website in like a month. I'm going to make like 10 or 15 designs. This is going to be great. I'm going to learn it a little bit, learn how it works, publish it through Etsy, and then move it on my website. That's not what happened. <laughs> what happened is now I have a shop with over 2,000 listings and um, most of them are not photography related at all. And I never really moved them on my website. I think I have like maybe 100 print on demand products on my website and they get bought once in a blue moon because I don't do anything except for have them on there. But I sell on Etsy through that platform and I also sell wholesale. So I supply a lot of, um, I do a lot of um, wholesale work with uh, romance bookshops and just bookshops in general. And that's really freaking fun for me. I love it. It's a blast. But when I started Print On Demand a year and a half ago, the last thing I thought was that I would one, be making book stuff and two, have like merch in bookstores across the US. That was not what I was thinking in any way, shape or form. And now it's so fun. I'll have an idea because I'm so used to making stuff and I'll get on here and I'll make like five or six things and have a lot of fun with it. So if that sounds appealing to you, go for it. If you are someone who's going to be tempted to just like recreate a bunch of stuff that you've seen, I would maybe wait a little bit and just kind of see, um, make some designs for fun, see what works for you. And if you're happy making designs that are more spread out, because we do not believe in selling anything that could be considered even remotely IP infringing. We do not do that. Um, we want to do what we can to make our businesses last long term. So we only do generic or like things that have nothing to do with any kind of IP. Um, and it's the most fun. I love it. You're going to love it. And I, if this is, if you are listening to this and you're like, oh, this is pumped. This is for me. Then I am so excited to have this podcast for you. This is actually the second recording I've done of this intro. The first intro I had was very different. And then after recording about 10 up, basically the whole thing, I think I have one episode less. I did a, I did a bonus episode. <laughs> So there's actually 11 and not 10 at this point in time, at least. And um, I was like, I'm going to go re-record that first episode and see what 
um, I can say differently. And I'm just really excited about this series, guys. I have been working on it all fall and it is just the freaking best. It's so fun. We're going to talk about everything from the basics, from how print on demand works to just like paying attention to what sells and even things like mock-ups because that's something I sell and I just absolutely love. So it's going to be a blast. I hope you love this podcast and it's going to be airing every Monday starting in January and it's just so fun. Hopefully you will love it here and just remember, um, oh, I forgot. This is how the podcast goes. Cause again, it's like we're casual. We're going to talk about what kind of print on demand business you want. So if all of this sounds good to you, so is print on demand right for you? Do the things I've talked about so far sound like something you would like to do? The next thing you need to think is what kind of print on demand business do you want? It's very easy to fall for, um, the idea that like you'll open a print on demand shop and be wildly successful in a few months. And of course people have that experience and that's wonderful for them, but that doesn't mean that that's what you have to do with print on demand. For me, print on demand is always going to be like a side thing that I do for a couple of hours each week. That is really, really fun. I did focus a lot on it this fall, but that was something that I knew was temporary for this fall and something I won't be doing as much going forward. I have lots of other creative projects in the, in the works right now. And so it was just, it's time to shine for me this fall. I freaking love it and I'll always do it for a couple of weeks. I just have such a blast with print on demand, but it's not something that I want to make my full-time job. It's something that I enjoy and I'm so passionate about and have so much fun with, but it's an element of my business and something I do like almost as like a hobby with in my business that's so fun to create and make stuff, but it's not like the bread and butter of my business. It's just an element of it. And as someone who, because I love to shoot, um, love, love, love taking photographs and that's my thing, um, but I love making fun designs and like selling them. And I love being able to explore like things that I'm interested in, like history and books, because that's what my shop is, is mostly history and books. And expanding on those because like it's just Oh, it's so freaking fun because they're things I don't get to talk about every single day. They're not part of my everyday life, but like I have a history degree and I majored in English as well. So like I love, love those topics. I love talking about books. I love funny books. I love like all kinds of genres of books. And it's just so fun to be able to take that love that I have of this like hobby of mine and turn it into fun items that other people across everywhere can enjoy and order on their own. It's just a blast. So if that sounds like what you want to do, guys, go for it. This can be something that you do a couple of hours every month. It can be something that you can turn into your full-time job. It's something that you can just have fun with. So don't let yourself get discouraged. If you have family and you've been feeling discouraged. I'm so happy you are here because this is just a fun, upbeat, long-term coffee date where we talk about print on demand and it's just going to be the freaking best. All right. I will see you next week. Hopefully that wasn't just like a total nonsense episode. The first one that I recorded was a lot more structured, but then I was like, let's have one that eases in a little bit more. So, so glad you are here. Cannot wait to share my thoughts about print on demand with you because it is the freaking best thing and you're going to absolutely love it. I'll talk to you later, guys. Bye.